0: G'day everyone and welcome back to another episode of Patia Down Under. Steve-O? Ada, how you
1: going? Good mate. That's good. Exciting uh, exciting times. Yes, exciting times. We've got a very... Special announcement. Yes, we do have a very interesting episode. Uh... We
0: have mentioned in the past that we've got a mate who we grew up with. Yep. um, Who owned a bar and that we're going to get him on to have a chat one day and um, he is here. Welcome Leon.
2: Hi guys, how you going? Good, how are you mate? Good. Good, good, good. Happy to be here and finally got to chat yeah. with you guys. Great. This yes. is uh,
0: this has been on the cards for a very long time. It has been on the cards for a while. Yes, Leon. Leon doesn't live uh, in in town with us. He's a few hours away, so um, it's very hard to organise uh, with our busy lifestyles uh, a get together like this. But here we are. it's, yep, uh, it's here we are. So, just a bit of background. Leon and I we're about the same age. Yep. Uh, we all Steve, o being my brother and my other brothers and. We grew up out the eastern suburbs of Melbourne. Um, first generation Italians; all our parents are Italian, and uh, we were a minority. People talk about minorities today, and we were definitely a minority back then. <laughs> there wasn't many of us, <laughs> so it was a matter of safety and numbers. So we all sort of used to hang around. Age didn't matter. You know, my 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 brother's mates were my mates, and my mates and my brother's mates. So we sort of all grew up together. So that's uh, sort of how. Uh, how we know each other. So I've known Leon for oh God, primary school, yeah.
2: Going back a while. Forty now.
0: something years, technically. Yeah. I mean we sort of you know, you get married and you drift away and, you know, you, you sort of um lose touch here and there. But um yeah, it's been forty odd years, so yep. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. So, um yes, and um Leon uh
1: he's another he's a fellow paddier traveler frequent traveler <laughs> now i'm going to ask you this because <coughs> excuse me adrian always says patia i say patea. what do you say pataya yeah right. i think patea's is the aussie way right
0: i think if you listen to a thai person it's patia okay all right so that's why you give it that little bit of I, a... I try and make it sound you know like i know what i'm talking about <laughs> <laughs> <I> sound professional <laughs> um so yeah so leon yeah. He, he, so, when did you start? Actually, when did you start going? When was uh, how did you begin the journey? Oh, As okay. in traveling to Thailand? Did you
2: been probably fifteen years now? Yep. I've been uh, going to Thailand. I originally started uh, going to Bangkok. Oh, actually, we went to Cambodia first, and uh, a friend of mine took me there, and uh, it was the first time I've ever seen a third world country. Yeah. Yeah. A- well, they say it's third world country. Yeah. Um, and he, we went to Cambodia, then we went to Bangkok, uh, and just. Blew me away. Yep, it was like a candy shop, <laughs> I guess. It was, uh, yellow fever. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yellow fever. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that was the start of it, um, and basically I was hooked. I'd never been to Pattaya, um, and then uh, I got back to uh, back to Australia. And I think about two weeks later, I was back on a plane heading to Mackup. Oh, Manhattan. really? Oh.
0: Just, wow! I've heard this story before. <laughs> I've heard it many times before from many different people. <laughs> yeah, it has that effect, doesn't it? it yeah, yes. Yeah. So as I'm, I'm tipping <clears throat> as most people. Like I know I do. I've I've thought of it many times, and I reckon everyone that's been over there has gone. Geez, I'd love to own a bar here. Yep. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. And uh, yeah, I'm well, sure you- that's what that was your. My, how long did it take? How long goal. did it, well? How long did it take before you got to the point where you thought I want to open a bar here? I mean, obviously you visited a few times. When did you sit there thinking, you know what? I really would. I I really want to do this.
2: Well, you know my background in the um, entertainment industry. Um, we adult, do adult industry, yeah. The you adult, guys, you the, guys know
0: the adult entertainment industry. Yeah, yep. yes, you
2: know about <laughs> that. Um, so I've always had a dream. It was something when when I was young. I always had a dream to be involved um, in entertainment. If it was promoting promotions um i wanted to own a nightclub but at that time i just financially i wasn't wasn't able to do it yeah um later on i got older in life and uh, i made that decision to have a look at uh, down at patea a friend of mine took me down there and uh it was probably worse than bangkok yeah my, my eyes well, opened up I, worse
0: or better <laughs> better, better <laughs> much better much better
2: yeah definitely um, so I went back to Australia and uh, spoke to my partner. My part, as you know, my partner's Thai. Uh, got a son as well. He was born born there. Had a chat with her and I said uh, the opportunity is now open for me. Not knowing that COVID was going to hit. Okay, but yeah, yeah no we can talk that. about another yeah, another yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So the place was booming, and there was an opportunity there. I, I just put it put an email out um, just on on the net. On Facebook, does anyone know um any bars for sale?
0: Was that in like a Pattaya group a Facebook group for Patio or something?
2: It was quite a few of them actually. It was yep. um a few just little forums and groups. Yeah, as you know. Yeah. Um so I, I put the feelers out there and I think not even not even an hour went by and I got all these uh these messages. Yeah. Right. Oh, this bar's for sale, this bar's for sale, this bar. Wow. So I decided to take the family over there, and uh, I think that at the time, i um, a little boy, or well, probably about four years old. So I took my partner with me. went over there and uh, had a look at a, a place in Soibukau because, to me, that was a very busy area. Walking Street was just too expensive at the yeah, time. Yeah. Uh So I found this uh, this bar, uh, and the bar was uh, originally Oasis. Yeah.
0: It people, was, people who oh, any, any any old school travellers to patio will know uh, the the old Oasis sign on the corner of Soy Pothole and um, Soy Bucal. The big sign, rather iconic actually. Um, I remember old Kevin Thailand, the YouTube guy, used to have that as his backdrop on most of his videos. So yes. very iconic, very good, very good location. That was that when, oval
2: oval sign. Yeah.
0: When you told me, I was <laughs> like, wow, that's that's prime <laughs> spot. That's awesome. Yeah.
2: Yeah, it was great, yeah. and uh, because we had. The triangle bar was very popular. Yep. Um, the other uh, bars down in Soy Pothole. Um, so basically, I had a look at everything there, and then I looked at the Oasis, and the price um, was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So we then started to negotiate, and went from there.
0: Yeah. Because I remember around the time, um, around the time you were, you were, you were getting ready for open to open it? You were – it was pretty much ready to go. You just re- refurbed the inside and I was over there, so. Um, yeah, when you came over. That was around August 2019. Yes, it was. Yeah, yeah. That's right. And I missed the opening by a day or so. I had to come back home. I wasn't happy about that.
2: But I started the renovations pretty quickly. Yeah. And as soon as I yeah. bought it, we bought the place, did all the paperwork. Look, it's really, really important um, – the most important thing is to really check everything out. It's not a place where you can just think that it's like here. It's totally different. Yeah. Um, but uh, the renovations we did um, was quite, quite a bit of work to be done too. Yeah. But all the legal side of things, very important. Uh, if you're going to open up a bar, you need to look into things thoroughly. Did,
0: did it help that you had a Thai partner, you reckon? Was that beneficial or are, they just other, are there other people there you can trust and you can obtain their services
2: it it helps you in communication yeah uh but in relation to her helping me which was just more the communication side of things it wasn't really the the business side of things yeah yeah, uh, yeah. legally you need to sort of look into that thoroughly yeah. all the licensing and also the background checks is really really important that i learned the hard way um background checks on the people that own the police ah okay yeah previously
1: yeah 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 right when you say that do you mean that you carry you, you you're actually buying some of their issues?
2: That's correct. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There could be an issue. Let's say there was a, a an issue that we I basically wrote down a lot of a lot of questions that I was gonna ask the owners, um and the landlord. Uh the landlords really don't get involved too much. All they want is the money. That's it. Right. That's so so important for them to get the money every month and they don't care anything else. Sorry. Monthly, and it could be yearly, but most of them are yearly. So I got caught out a little bit in about 60,000 baht. So, you know, it was, uh, a, a, well, we worked something out eventually with, with the uh, the previous owner, so we basically went halves in that. Okay. That was my my uh, silliness to, to not sort of go in and find out what was any kind of debts that were left behind. Right, okay. And that was a, basically a... Um, that's interesting. Debt.
1: It's interesting isn't oh. it that they 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 get carried over to the next buyer rather than the responsibility of the previous person. Yep. Yeah. Wow.
2: Well, if I didn't pay it, <laughs> they wouldn't have serviced me. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. So I said to the the, the previous owner, "Okay, let's go halves then. because I, I it was a bit my fault. I should have, you know, said something beforehand, but I've already bought the bar. He didn't have any money. So I need to get the ball ball rolling and get alcohol into the bar. So I end up paying half the bill.
0: Yeah. Mm. All right. So, so you've so you got the bar. You're you're ready. You're doing your reno's. You, you've obviously got a southy business, so you need to get girls. What? How do you do that?
2: Uh, it's another thing. That's a good good question. The girls uh, also. Uh, you find managers. Um, I had so many people come to me and offer me. Oh, I'm a manager, and uh, oh, I can supply you girls. It's all a learning curve you need to you know do your homework and not just go with the first person that walks through the door yeah, you know you, you you've got to do your homework thoroughly and i and i always say this to everybody it's not easy and it's like any business it doesn't matter if it's in australia america or africa or wherever it is you always got to do your due ju- diligence always check everything um properly and check it 10 times over mm. so if yeah. i ever do it again i know what to do yeah and it's easy the first time was really, really hard. Yeah, finding the girls. Um, there's some people that got good girls, mm. but if they know you're an idiot, they'll sting you. Yeah, and you won't know that until you start to talk to other people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, you, you started. I started getting girls in. The club originally had, um, <coughs> excuse me. The, the club originally had some girls in there, but they weren't the girls that I wanted. Yeah, I was more wanted to uh, open up a high-end bar. This was more, and Oasis had been there for nearly 13, 14 years. Yeah. And had this nearly the same staff for seven, eight years. Yeah. So I needed to change it. Clapped out. <laughs> worn, <laughs> Very worn out clapped out. Clapped we, out. <laughs> definitely <laughs> worn out.
1: Yeah. Did you keep any of the girls on at all? I did. Uh, why, why is that?
2: What Was just just to help you or just they were good
1: girls or? A
2: bit of both. Okay. Um, good girls, um, good looking girls. Uh, they had clientele so i didn't throw everyone out the door but i did have a meeting with um when i first took over the bar i introduced myself and i said look i'm the owner i'm not a manager i'm an owner so i basically told them that i'm going to be here and, and looking after everything i uh, told them my experience at the end of the day you can tell them whatever you want there they just want to make money mm. that's what they're all there for uh, i was there for business um little bit of pleasure I guess <laughs> <clears throat> that comes later on <laughs> um, but uh, yeah uh, I kept the staff on um, but I did get rid of some that I just didn't like
1: yeah, yeah fair enough yeah. you've got to make it yours if you know what I mean yeah 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 and uh,
0: and I remember meeting your mamas son yes she was a nice looking lady <clears throat> yep.
2: yep see ya yep I see her <laughs> <laughs> how yeah. important
0: is, is it obviously well Silly question, but I'll ask it. How important is it to have a, a good mama
2: son? Like, let's say a trusting one. Good luck. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 I'm so, sure. I'm sure they're hard to find. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. it's um, you know, it's damned if you do, damned if you don't. You treat them well, they'll still sort of walk over you. Yeah. You treat them bad, and then you're the bad one.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So how do you win? You got to. You got to there's a fine line on how to treat them. Yeah. Yeah. And they're females too. Yes, yeah, they've got those hormones going. So, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have to be careful. <laughs> yes, yep, yep. yeah, yeah. Oh, it's interesting, yeah. Because I remember um, cruising around with you. Because when I was over there cruising around, talking to people, getting advice from you know, interviewing managers and and just chatting to guys about how to promote your business really interesting really interesting yeah It's yeah. good
2: I'll tell you something about um, you know if any got any of the viewers out there or the listeners um, want to open up a bar the most important thing is I've noticed that I come from a marketing background as well with most of my stuff and a lot of people out would understand this they don't really market themselves too much there yeah they market themselves on you know the bar buses yeah I was I actually employed marketing staff. Um, I had, uh, in my bar, you know, I had four levels up yep. there and one of the top levels I had staff set up there, internet, um, and marketing. Okay. But it was costing me a, a lot of money every month. Yeah. So there's, you know, Sapphire Club, Champagne, uh, Glass House, uh, Skyfall, Fahrenheit, um, at that time Pinup, Pinup wasn't around at that time. Um, so... They've been there for years, and you know, Sapphire's been there for thirteen to fifteen years, I think. Um, and they're, there's a uh,
0: special there's a special place in your heart for Sapphire, isn't
2: there? I love Sapphire. <laughs> that that club convinced me to open a club. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, that, that, really. We've got to talk about that. I love that place. That's just <laughs> sensational. <Okay. Yeah. clears throat> um But uh, yeah, so marketing, marketing, and I was able to get my Serenity a go go. Um, in the top, top, top five within seven months oh, okay. in Google listings. Yeah, right. Yeah, And we're still up there. Wow. Windmill. You're you up there and you yeah, don't I, exist. I, I know, windmill.
1: <coughs> yeah.
2: I existed, No, no but yeah, I wasn't. No,
1: like, yeah, we're still up there. That's what I'm saying. You don't exist, but it's still up there. Yeah. Well, it worked.
2: It worked. Mm. But I had full-time staff. Yeah. yeah. And they know yeah. what they're doing. And they were making big money because at the time, it was all worth it. But at the time, you could find people cheaper than that, but right. because of the Thai bar, obviously. But uh, these guys um, that we paid were just fantastic. Um, yeah, so it was marketing is a really really important thing there mm. to let people around the world know where you are, yeah. What do you offer? I had functions. We had uh, a baseball team come over from um, I won't mention names, but from uh, Hawaii. Yeah, and uh, I. This is the first time it's actually happened there. But what I did is I went to Champagne, I went to Lady Love, and I asked them if we could uh, uh, join together and say Serenity's where they go first, Lady oh, Love like second. A pub crawl. Type. Yeah, like yeah. sort of like a pub crawl. Yeah, yeah. And they 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 got blown away because most of the managers and owners don't get along. Yeah.
0: yeah. Well, that, that, that's that was going to. Yeah, that was the, my next question was going to be um like the community amongst owners and managers like is it a tight-knit community you guys look after each other or is there a lot of is there a bit of you know infighting and okay because i I know i I know you you, i know you're friends with a few bar managers i've been bar hopping with you and and we we get we get the raw treatment when we roll into those bars so obviously you have a good relationship with some of them is that how it is because that's how i see it i see you we we roll into these bars and we get the special treatment, and I feel like a superstar, you know. And yeah. is is that what it's like in all of them, or are they just your mates, and some
2: aren't? For me to explain this one to you, it's um, when I first got there, it was all it was all fantasy. It's all just <laughs> yes. a dream. Yeah. Uh, but when you own a bar, it's reality. Yeah. Um, it becomes work. It, it is work. It's, yeah. It becomes work. Um, you know the people that. Uh, you eventually meet them, you get to know them, and you work them out. Yeah. So it's one of those things where it's like you know you're working in an, an environment in any work. You know who to talk to, you know who not to talk to. Yeah. Oh, you're full of shit. Oh, you're definitely full of shit. Yeah. He seems like a genuine guy. Yeah. But keep in mind when you go to to the like, you know Thailand in general, and you go to these clubs, the person that makes themselves out to be the manager is not the owner. Yeah. But they pretend to be the owner. Yeah, yeah. They act like they're the yeah, owner. Yeah, But they have no authority yeah. to do what an owner can do. Yeah, of course. And this is one big thing that people need to understand. Yeah. That a manager is a manager, an owner is an owner. Yeah. The owner pays the bills, not the manager. Yeah. Um. So that's what I learned the hard way. Yeah. Where a lot of these managers were telling me that they own the places, but they didn't realize who I was. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then they realise, oh shit, is he actually owns Serenity? Oh my yeah. god, now what? Yeah. Um, so there's a lot of shit talking.
1: Yeah. So oh, yeah, now, now definitely on that topic of what you just described about how some people are bullshitting, right? Yeah. Um, we've many times on the podcast talked about. Um, the Thai people and and you know their culture and so forth. And one of the things that that's very big in the culture is is face. We always talk about you know yeah, saving, face, saving yeah. face, right? Ooh. so <laughs> so I'm scared now.
2: Yeah, <laughs> this one. <laughs> so so
1: in saying that, how often does that become a problem when you're in the owning the bar? Like what 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 problems does that bring? Oh, you
2: put me in a spot now. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh jeez, do I go there or not? Okay. All right, let, 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 let's it's let's, let's say this the girls it's all about face but when you think I've, I look at the girls as in they're, they're normal people to me. they walk in, they come to work, I set up a temple for them you know, in my club where they you know pray to pray to Buddha and all they're praying for is hopefully I make money today so I can survive. Mm-hmm. So I've built that that knowledge and I've come to respect that and obviously seeing my wife in the the Thai community and how they are. That's just the way they've been brought up. Mm. As as us, we were, you know, Italian guys going to church when we were young, being baptised with holy water, yeah. all that. Now uh your question is this I shouldn't say these things, but I will say it because I really want to talk about it freely and open. Their face compared to a priest, a priest that might do something that he shouldn't do in the community. Mm. He's basically like a bar girl. She goes back home. She's not a bar girl. She's just a normal girl. She comes to work and she does the things. That she, technically, she does. You you know what I'm trying yeah, to say. Yeah, so yeah. I can't say anything bad about them. There's bad people everywhere, but in relation to you know, that save the face. It's just the way they're being brought up.
1: Mm. But it doesn't. Ha- what I'm saying is, does it cause any problems in the bar? Have there been were there any incidents because of that? Like, you know, between the girls, was there was there infighting? Was there things that created? I'm going. You- I'm going to say maybe not necessarily on his bar, but it happens. It happens.
0: It happens, it
2: happens yeah. a lot. Some other. If, if you can't control the environment, there's something wrong. Yeah, you're doing something wrong. Um, okay. I've. Uh, I, I learn a lot from it. Uh, but I actually made the rules. You need that. One thing they do, they respect rules. Um, that's an amazing thing. There's a lot of respect there. If you treat them good, you know, they respect you a lot. Mm. Um, but it was just, it was a look, they, they're they really, really beautiful people. I can't say anything bad about them, to yeah. be honest. Yeah. But you get bad people everywhere. Yeah, of course. I'm not going to oh, sit here and say, yeah. oh, yeah, well, you know, they did this and they did that. Look, I, I, I used to try and control a lot of the stuff in there as well. Like, you know, if there was an issue with the girl or um, there was a, can I talk about freely about an incident that happened? Absolutely. With a guy? Oh, yeah. So, as you know, Thai girls can get a little bit crazy. Yeah. And I mean crazy, crazy. Yeah, Uh, yeah, I know. Like, cut your tongue off crazy and stuff, (laughs) yeah? Okay, so there was uh, one of my bar girls called Pung. Yep. Beautiful, beautiful looking girl, right? And she was so sweet, Um, beautiful lady, never having a problem always, you know, uh, service customers in relation to drinks we're talking about here. Um, Whatever goes outside, I don't know nothing about. So basically there was a (laughs) customer that was getting drunk and uh, he paid her some money. This was what she was telling us, that he paid the money, but we didn't see anything on camera that he'd paid money. Um, So she got very aggressive. She was also a bit drunk. And she wanted to go in. Yeah. Like, literally, like, it's me and you, mate. Let's go. <laughs> so I've seen this from uh, where I was sitting, and I walked up, and I tried to talk to the guy, but the guy was pretty much drunk. Yeah. So um, all the security staff are going, no, no, boss, no, 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 don't do it, don't do it. I said, no, I've, I've got to deal with this because I don't want yeah. you know, police coming here, and I don't want yeah. something to happen because I just don't want my club anywhere on the news. So I took the guy outside. I gave her the money, blah 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 blah, and whatever. Anyway, so um, I end up saying, "Look, mate, look, you got to pay your bill. That's it. It's either me or the security guards are gonna, you know, yeah. give you a hard time." So I actually took him all the way with one of my security guards to his hotel. Yeah. And in the meantime, oh, she ripped me. She ripped me. know, I looked at the cameras because I can't believe her and I can't believe yeah. him. They're both they're both drunk. So yeah. I had to look at the camera work to see what was going on. Cut a long story short, went to his hotel. And he was pretty much drunk. But I said to him, I saved you a lot of grief. Because yeah. the police came. Yeah, right. You know, and they'll arrest you. Yeah. Because yeah. they won't believe you. No, that's right. Doesn't matter if you've got evidence or not. Yeah. Okay, it's just the way it is. Yeah. So I saved this guy. You know, I've got my money, right? I just want enough money to cover the bill. So yeah. what I did when I got back, I gave her some money. Yeah. I don't want that grief. Yeah. Where well, a lot of people, they don't care. They'll they'll call security and they'll punch him up or yeah. whatever it is. It's one thing you've got to learn with a bar is not to do that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. And being a manager, managers don't care yeah. because they're only a manager.
0: Yeah, C- completely off topic, but it's related to what you said. I was in a bar in, in Melbourne, in Essendon, a suburb in Melbourne, Essendon, and I was there with a couple of my cousins and Ricky Nixon was there. You know, uh, for people people who don't know, Ricky Nixon, was a, he used to manage football players in Melbourne, uh, high profile, got himself in a lot of trouble. Anyway, he was in this bar one night and he was just being ob- obnoxious and just loud and he was with the younger people and there was a girl next to him and at one point he's yelled out at the top of his voice to the girl, no, I'm not going to get you any more cocaine. Fuck off. Or, oh, you man, know, man, I just, man, yeah. you know, I'm at the bar and I said to the guy behind the bar, I go... Mate, like someone's got to throw him out, and the bloke goes we we just don't want we don't want the drama, yeah. we just let him go, we don't want the drama, we don't want to bring the place yeah. we don't want the, our name in the media, we don't want it associated with him, so we're just going to let him do his thing, and hopefully he'll piss off soon, that's right, and that's exactly yeah. it, yeah, that makes that's, sense, yeah. yeah, all right, well, um, yeah, we'll just so we'll leave it at that we'll um we'll continue this, we'll pick it up again we'll uh, we'll call this part one. Yep. All right. Well, of course. The part uh, one. bar owner's journey. Yep. Part one. Um, before I do though, I, I just want to point out Leon mentioned earlier, and because and, we talk about this a fair bit, it comes up in a few of our, our recordings that he has a Thai partner, and I just like just want to mention that um uh you know that it's not all doom and gloom. You've really got to be careful out there. These girls are really out for, you, for oh, your for yeah. your blood. Yeah, They'll get anything out they can out of you. But as I've always said. There is that small small percent that um you know are genuine and, and you know happy to I was lucky <laughs>
1: hold, hold on to that we'll hold on to that we'll bring that into the next episode all right okay we'll All, right. all, all right. right.
0: well um I will end up there then yep, um and um well, you know as we always sign off, Steve, I'll let you sign it off. love is on your bast all the way so you guys, take care guys thanks for.